West Virginia is a beautiful tree-covered state located in the Appalachian Mountains of the United States. It is the home to a wide variety of animals such as raccoons, possum, elks, the Virginia big-eared bat, and even hellbenders, which is the type of salamander. That was something fun I got to learn about because when I saw hellbender, I was like, what is this? <laughs> While there are many different species throughout the state, it is only natural for stories of weird creatures to come out, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about one of the weirdest cryptid monsters I have personally ever heard of, and that is Sheep Squatch. This is your host, Tyler. And I'm Tori. And welcome to Tales of Grim. Sheep Squatch. Not, not Sasquatch. Not Sasquatch. Sheep Squatch. Oh, I cannot wait to hear about this. You know, I'm super excited for this episode, because <laughs> when I heard of Sheep Squatch, I was like, no way that's real. And then I started digging into it and hearing all the eyewitness accounts, and I was just like, I am oh so for this cryptid monster. <laughs> we had to do an episode on it. I'm just... Sheep Squatch. For those of you out there who have never heard of Sheep Squatch, that is okay. This thing is insanely weird, and there really isn't much information on it. Like, yeah, I found eyewitness accounts, but... This is like one of the most lesser known cryptids I have ever researched. There is not Bigfoot level eyewitness accounts. It literally was me scouring Reddit and a bunch of forums of supposed encounters. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you can Google Bigfoot and be like, oh, there's like 20,000 things of people saying they found Bigfoot. This was one of those stories that I literally had to dig into like the internet to find alleged stories of like these encounters. I don't know how I feel about this. Right, so that's how I felt at first, okay? But then I started reading them and then there, a lot of things kind of clicked where I'm just like, you know, this thing might be out there. And you guys will see why. So let's get into the story. So the Sheep Squatch sightings were very popular in the mid-1990s and the depictions of the creatures were all the same. So witnesses described the monster as bipedal and about the size of a grizzly bear with white wool fur. Picture a grizzly bear with, like, sheep wool. Sheep Squatch's head was long and pointed, similar to a canine. Its teeth was razor sharp, and it had a set of single pint horns. And single pint horns, if you don't know what those are, those are kind of like the Viking horn helmets that you would see. Sometimes they would kind of, like, curve off in weird directions, and sometimes the helmets would round. But that's, like, kind of like a ram. The things that you can drink out of. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> so th that's what a single pint horn is, because I had to look that up because I had no idea what that meant. Yeah, that actually makes more sense now, especially... When you hear beers being called like a pint. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, that does make sense. Yeah. So this thing also had paw-like hands, similar to a raccoon, and a long, slender, hairless tail. Kind of like a possum's tail. Just picture this giant grizzly bear-sized creature with horns, like ram horns, white wool fur, a possum tail, and raccoon hands. That is Sheep Squatch. <laughs> that is weird. It's literally a combination of like all the wildlife you would find in West Virginia. Because West Virginia is primarily a mountainous and forest state. It's in the Appalachian Mountains. And like you will literally just find mostly elk, possum, bats, raccoons, all these things. You know, I was going to make a joke about a wolf in sheep's clothing, but after hearing, like, the little, like, raccoon paws and the, like, possum tail... It's like a hybrid. Or, uh, uh, it's insane, the way... And 
A lot of the encounters describe Sheep Squatch the exact same way. There's like a few changes here and there depending on the story and where they're at. But for the most part, they all describe this thing pretty accurately in the same way. There was about four counties in West Virginia that reported the sightings in the, in the mid-90s. And those were Kanawha, Putnam, Mason, and Boone County. So Boone County had a majority of the sightings, so it's often referred to as the home of Sheep Squatch. The first sighting was in 1994. A former Navy seaman was hiking by himself through a forest in Mason County hunting UFOs. Apparently there were a lot of sightings in the area, so he went out by himself thinking that he was going to find E.T. or something, which I think is great because it wasn't even late at night. It was just midday, let's go for a hike. And he thinks that he would see UFOs during the broad daylight? Yeah, so he was trying to find some sort of paranormal, supernatural, sci-fi thing. But when he went out into these woods, he found something he was not expecting at all. As he hiked deep into the forest, he eventually came across a creek, and that's where he saw a giant white thing on four legs approaching the creek's water. Sheep Squatch had another nickname, which is called the White Thing, because every time people saw it, they were literally just like, it's this giant white mass. It was a thing. We don't know what it was, but it was a giant white thing. So that's often a lot of the times what the locals would refer to it as. I think I like that name better than Sheep Squatch. <laughs> I love Sheep Squatch. <laughs> The Navy seaman moved closer to the creature thinking it was like a local animal or something. As he approached the creature, he started noticing a distinct smell of sulfur. He didn't really think much of it because he was about a mile or two away from West Virginia's TNT area. Tori, do you remember what the TNT area in West Virginia was? TNT wasn't that with Mothman where um, they had like an underground bunker or something where they did like chemical stuff? Kind of, yes. So the TNT area is about 8,000 acres large and was used to house dangerous chemicals and ammunitions during World War II. So the area was completely polluted by chemicals that were left over from the war and these chemicals seeped into the ground, affected the plants, everything in this 8,000 acre area. You know, I'm kind of surprised that there aren't more sightings of other things with how, like, dangerous this area could be. Well, and that's what that's what threw me off about this, because when I heard that a lot of these sightings took place near the TNT area, my thought immediately went to Mothman, because I was like, oh my god, that was literally the home of Mothman. And this lesser-known creature, like, this Sheep Squatch is in the shadow of Mothman, all right? Everyone's just like, yo, Mothman, Point Pleasant, festival for Mothman. They have a statue dedicated to Mothman. Sheep Squatch, same exact area, and <laughs> no one knows about him. He's the goddamn underdog. <laughs> you know, I bet if we dig deeper, we could probably find more monsters that have been made from the TNT area. Well, there's also the Flatwood Monster in West Virginia that's near the TNT area. My god, it is like the perfect area for a setup of a comic book. Well, and that's the whole thing, was that there were so many chemicals that people started believing that a lot of the wildlife got, you know, mutated and became things, which is like one of the theories for Mothman. Me, when I was reading all the cases, I was like, Sheep Squatch, which is a combination of like a sheep, possum, raccoon. I was like, oh my god, I would totally believe this area mutating this creature into this giant thing. How are there not like superheroes coming out of this area too? 
It's the perfect setup for like a superhero show or anything like that. It's the perfect area. Agreed, 100%. So let's get back to the story. The Navy man started noticing the strong sulfur smell. Demon. And <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and that's when he kind of started to sense something wasn't quite right with this creature. So he kind of like held back a little bit and he observed it from afar. And that's when he noticed this thing that was walking on four legs kneeled down in the creek and started scooping out the water with its hands and drinking the water from its hands. Like a raccoon does. Exactly. Or like how a human would drink from a creek. You know, you're scooping up the water and bringing it to your mouth and drinking it. At this point, this guy was kind of freaking out because he was like, what am I looking at? After a few minutes of just watching this creature drink from the water, the creature decided to walk off towards the direction of Bethel Church Road, which was kind of like a smaller road near a famous church in West Virginia. Or maybe not famous, but like a well-known church. So once it was far enough away, the man was just like, forget this, I'm out of here. And he beelined it through the woods, not taking a breath, ran straight to his car and drove away. Now the thing, like you mentioned earlier, that stood out to me the most was the distinct smell of sulfur. If you're pretty big on ghost hunting and demonology and stuff like that, sulfur is a strong indication of demons. So, let's move on to the second sighting. So again, this took place in 1994, and there were two children in Boone County, you know, home to Sheep Squatch, and they were playing in their yard, and that's when they started to hear footsteps coming out of the woods. These little kids kind of like stopped what they were doing, and they started to approach like their fence, looking out into the forest that was nearby, and that's when they saw a large white bear staring at them. Well, at least they thought it was a bear. So they're watching it for a minute, and eventually this creature stands up on its hind legs, and it starts walking to them. And the kids describe it as being easily over six feet tall. As it got closer to them, the kids started freaking out, and they start screaming. And their yells startled this creature so badly that it sprinted on two legs back into the forest and it broke off large tree branches. Their screaming startled this thing so badly that it was just like, nope, I'm out. And when they checked out the forest, they could see this crazy path of destruction. Aw, poor thing. Right. So now I was kind of curious about, you know, if it's possible that it could have been a bear. So I started looking up, you know, if there were such things as like white bears that were not polar bears that could have been in the mountains. Albino. And, that, and that's one of the theories that I was thinking of. But even then you have to think of like the albino gene is pretty recessive. So it's not pretty frequent that you're going to see an albino bear. Like it's possible, but it's not common. The only other species of bear I could find was called the Cremote bear. But that was a subspecies of black bear, and they're only native to the British Columbia. It's very possible that it could have been an albino bear, but with it being so close to the original Sheep Squatch sighting, I'm kind of just like, you know, maybe it could have been the monster. Maybe it could have been an albino bear. I don't know. Either way, it's kind of interesting that the fact that this, that this creature ran on two legs, and I can't really picture a bear sprinting, breaking trees off, running on two legs. Like, normally if a bear's sprinting, it's on four legs. Yeah, I could get that. I mean, it could also be possible that the seaman actually saw a albino bear, which the kids saw later on, and then thought that it looked more like a sheep squatch. Well, his was the first sighting ever. <laughs> yeah, but also how drunk can you be when you're looking for UFOs? Well, I mean... 
No, there, there's definitely... You and I have gone ghost hunting, and it's not like we're drunk when we're looking for ghosts. We never find anything, but you know. You kind of go out there thinking, why not? Worst case scenario, I get a good hike out of this, and then best case scenario, I find some evidence of aliens. Alright, let's move on to the third sighting. So again, this took place in 1994. There was a group of women that were driving very slowly on an icy road near the TNT area. So it wasn't snowing, but it was like cold enough that the ice on the road was kind of dangerous. So they were going like... Makes sense. Yeah, like 5-10 miles an hour down this road. Yeah. So as they're driving, you know, it's kind of late at night. Something runs out in front of them. So, you know, they're, they're kind of like caught off guard at first. They're thinking it's like a bear or an elk or whatever type of wildlife ran out of the forest slash mountains. Mm -hmm. They started kind of looking at it as they were slowing their car to a stop. And they're just like, this doesn't look like a normal animal. So they flip on the high beams. They stare at this creature for a good few minutes and all the women in this car are just like at a loss of words. They're like, they have no idea what they're staring at. They're like, this is not any creature I have ever seen. And this thing again stands up on two legs. And they describe it as about seven to eight feet tall with white wool fur and ram-like horns attached to its head. So after having a good couple minute staring contest with this creature, Sheep Squatch runs off back in the direction it came from into the woods. It was a weird stare off and no one knew what just happened. <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like an aggressive thing. It wasn't just like a, oh my God, this thing came at us. It was like a, we're looking at this thing dead in the eyes. It's looking at us. What's going to happen next? You know, my mind automatically goes to, you know, how it stared at them and then kind of ran off. I see that as more of a animal instinct where it probably has not seen a car before. And it's you have trying headlights like, blaring at it. And it's trying to like size up like, you know, can I maybe attack this thing and get away safely? Or is it going to kill me? But then nothing happens. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to leave. Bye. <laughs> But and, and the thing I find most interesting about Sheep Squatch is that every time it approaches the scene, it's on four legs. But the second it sees someone, it gets up on two legs and, like, walks off. Getting up on two legs, that's also more of a... Intimidation factor. Well, I was going to say a bear habit. Right. Where if a bear sees something that it doesn't know what it is... It wants to size them up and intimidate them so it stands up. Exactly. To threaten them to keep it, its young, its area safe, whatever. So it'll walk up on four legs. It sees you. It stands up kind of like a, what the heck are you? But yeah, running back on the two legs like it did with the kids as well. That's, I don't think that's a bear habit because bears usually run faster on four feet, not too. Exactly. And that's what's so odd about this creature. And everyone's describing it with horns attached to its head on top of it. So I can't really picture any bear that has horns, but <laughs> if it did, that'd be very terrifying. So the next sighting happened in 1995, and this was with a couple driving through Boone County. So, you know, they're driving down a long road, and they see this large white beast just in a ditch alongside the road. Aww. Right. So the couple thought that it might have been like a hurt animal or something. So they decide to do, you know, the good person thing and pull over on the side of the road. You know, to make sure that, you know, it's something not hurt, do they need to call, like, animal control, whatever it is. 
they basically describe this thing as, again, kind of like the previous reports, you know, it's big, white, horns. They have no idea kind of what it is, but they're like, you know, animals hurt somehow, so we need to check on it. As they're approaching this thing, they kind of notice one thing that's different than the previous reports. So everything's about the same, except they notice that it has four eyes on its head. So this is the only time and out of all the cases that it's been reported that this thing has four eyes. And that's when Sheep Squatch leaps up out of the ditch. So the second it jumps up, they see how big this creature is. It scares them. So they immediately hop back in the car. Because, you know, they basically had like one foot in the car, one foot out of the car. And they were just like, nope. Close the door. And they start driving off. And as they're driving, that's when they hear something that sounds like loud, high-pitched nails on a chalkboard. They don't stop. They keep driving until they get far enough from this thing. And then eventually they pull Smart. over. Yes. And, you know, they get out of the car. And that's when they see a giant slash mark on the rear end of their vehicle. This thing straight up attacked their car. The most annoying thing I find about this story is I could not find a single goddamn photo of this vehicle with the scratch. This is like legitimate evidence of this creature. So I don't know if it's like a, they don't want to report it because they don't want to sound crazy or they just made it up or whatever. But if you had this evidence and you're talking about it, you should at least have or show someone what this thing did. I mean, even if they showed the scratch mark, it could still be a bear that they saw in a ditch that maybe just had lighter fur. That seems like something a bear would do. Like, maybe it's sleeping, and once they hear something alarming, they shoot up, try and protect itself, run after them. Right, but the thing I keep going back to with all these sightings is the horns. They always describe it as a pint-sized horn, which is like a ram's horn. Well, were the other sightings reported in town? Like, were, was it, like, a popular animal at the time? Or, like, could this couple have basically known about it and are trying to basically get on the bandwagon? That's what I find so frustrating about this, like, supposed report because they have legitimate evidence of this thing attacking them and you can't find a photo of this vehicle. And this is 95, by the way. They have cameras. They have Polaroids and stuff. You to easily take it to Walgreens <laughs> and get yeah. that film developed. That's only 25 years ago. Right. Nothing. I was so mad because I spent probably a good few hours looking for just one shred of photo evidence of this car. And I could not find it. And it was so frustrating. So the next one happened in 1999, four years after the couple were supposedly attacked in their car. And this one had to do with a group of campers in a forest in Boone County. These campers were sitting around a bonfire, and while they're sitting there, they started hearing these weird snarling, growl noises all around them. So it's late at night, they don't have really a good view of it other than what the fire, like the bonfire is like giving off. At first they thought it was an aggravated bear that was just circling them, and they're all on edge. They're like, you know, what's gonna happen? They're standing up. But instead what they see is a massive white thing with horns charging at them out of the darkness. This thing is now running on four legs, like a ram, trying to hit them. And all these campers basically kind of jump out of the way and start running. So they're running through the forest late at night. This thing is belting at them, whatever weird noise it's making. And it doesn't catch them. Instead, it chases them out of the forest. And one of the campers actually lived very close to where they were 
you know, staying the night at. So it was within kind of running distance. Mm-hmm. So they reach the edge of the forest back into civilization. And that's when they hear the most terrible scream. And they all turn around and see this thing up on its hind legs staring at them. And, you know, that's when they get a really good, clear picture of what this creature is. And it belts one more terrifying scream at them and turns around and walks into the darkness of the forest. So at this point, all the campers are like, screw our stuff. We're staying at our buddy's house, who is literally down the street from us at this point. Mm-hmm. So they sleep there. And in the morning, they go back to their campsite and it is wrecked. Every, all their tents are tore up. Everything is flipped over. And one of the campers went on to describe, and I quote, it was like someone had tilled it up for gardening. So you know how when you have like one of the hoes and you're like making those lines like in the in like the ground to like start planting stuff? Mm-hmm. It was like that. They said the ground was tore up. Everything was just destroyed. So that doesn't sound like a bear attack to me at all, too, because usually when a bear attacks a camp and it's looking for food, like, yeah, it'll tear up the tents, you'll have claw marks in them, but it's not going to turn the ground up or anything like that. No, like, this this whole campsite that they were staying in was chaos. This thing wrecked everything. The ground, all their stuff, the tent, the bonfire, everything was just wrecked by this creature. And the thing was that it just followed them to the edge of the forest. You would think if it was like a wild animal that was hungry or something, like a bear, it would leave the forest and still chase after them. But it chased them out to the edge, basically sized them up and was like, yeah, this is my place now. <laughs> and just turned around and went back in and wrecked all their stuff. <laughs> so now that was the last Sheep Squatch sighting for a very long time. And the next one wouldn't be until 2015, and this is when things are kind of different now. In Folks Run, Virginia, which is now, you know, a completely different state than West Virginia. I mean, it's on the border, and Virginia kind of has some of the, I believe, a little bit of the Appalachian Mountains into the state. I think so, too. Right. But, you know, they're, they're like right next to each other, and West Virginia is a pretty small state to begin with. But there was a group of six campers that were spending the night in, like, the forest of the Appalachia. And they were set up kind of near a, like a big river. One of the campers looked up on a nearby hill and you know it's pretty dark and he started noticing these weird shadows moving on top of the hill. And he's watching it for a minute and then all of a sudden he sees this thing stand up on two legs. At this point he's like guys guys and he's like grabbing his friends and he's pointing at what he's seeing and all six of these campers are now staring at this weirdly large shadow standing on two legs. And then it does something terrifying. It slowly starts walking down the hill. And all these guys start, you know, they're freezing up. They're like, what is this thing? You know, from this distance, they can see that it's massive. And then it starts sprinting at them on two legs down the hill. And the only saving grace was the fact that this hill was on the other side of the river. Their camp is like literally right next to the water. And this thing reaches the water on the other side and it starts screaming at them and it's like looking for some way to cross the river but it can't find anything and eventually it gets so agitated that it dives into the water stands up and starts slowly walking towards them against the current of the water all six of these campers are freaking out they're frozen in fear they're panicking but then the weirdest thing happens tori 
out of the darkness, all of them hear a gut-based screech from about two miles away. And Sheep Squatch stops in the middle of the river, picks its head up, and lets out a whimper. And this thing turns around, starts walking out of the river, and sprints the opposite direction of the screech. At this point, the six campers are just like, I'm not messing around. They pack up their stuff super quickly and leave at midnight. Sounds like Sheep Squatch just got reprimanded by its mama. Sheep Squatch came out of the TNT area, which as we know is home to Mothman. I like to think it was like Godzilla versus King Kong, but it was Mothman versus Sheep Squatch. And Mothman was just like, you're not doing this. Let's out a loud screech. Get away from them. And Sheep Squatch booked it out of there. That was the first sighting in 16 years. Can now just pick- I'm sorry, that is like the funniest thing. Like it's full on sprinting. And then I can just imagine this- little kid that's going on a tantrum and then its mom yells at them and they let out this whimper like okay sorry mommy and go back to whatever they're doing well now now, picture it from the camper's perspective they're caught off guard by this seven eight foot tall thing that is intimidating them slowly walking towards them and sprints at them dives into the water and halfway through the water something worse scares it off can you imagine what that worst thing was was it in the... Do you know if it's in the opposite direction of Sheep Squatch? Or was it coming from, like, behind Sheep Squatch? So, if they're staring at the river and this thing jumps straight in front of them walking towards the river, it was approaching them. And all of a sudden, off, like, off to the side, they hear this screech. Like, let's say they heard the screech from the right-hand side. This thing gets... Turns around, goes out of the water, and runs to the left-hand side. Far away from, like, the opposite direction of the screech. Yeah, that kind of sounds more of, like, a protective thing. It's not like Sheep Squatch got to them, looked behind them, and got terrified of whatever was behind them. No, it was, like, approaching them, and then it it stopped in the middle of the river. Yeah. And just uh, booked it. I mean, thank God that thing, whatever, if it was Mothman, if it was Sheep Squatch's mother... Thank God it yelled that way. (laughs) (laughs) Just thank God. (laughs) So these six campers the next morning, uh, they decided that it was best not to go to the authorities because this is an insane story. And they were like, we don't want to be crazy. So instead, they literally told all their friends and family. And then it spread, the story spread online. Of course. Right. So if there's any of these facts that I got wrong, like... Or if you're someone involved in this incident, please comment on this podcast. I would love to hear your perspective and talk to you about this. Like, this is a terrifying story. So now, the next biggest thing with Sheep Squatch, where it's kind of like rose in its popularity a little bit, was Fallout 76. And do you remember when I was playing that game? Which one was that? Was that the most recent one? Where yes. it has the There's the big thing? online, yeah. Yeah, but there was also... Did you kill the Smallygaster? Yes. Or it so, was? Yes. Haha. <laughs> So the thing, and that, that's the whole thing with West Virginia. So Fallout 76, a video game, is set in West Virginia, and there are random side quests where you can actually hunt after a lot of the cryptid monsters in West Virginia. So, you know, you actually see the Snallagaster, you see the Flatwood Monster, you see uh, Mothman, and apparently there was a hidden event with Sheep Squatch. So 
Sheep Squatch was pretty hard to find and not a lot of players can find it. I heard that sometimes if you purchase some sort of DLC, it had like a higher chance of appearing or something like that. I'm not quite sure. Oh, of course. Right. But apparently it was a pretty hard boss like to find out in the wild. But when players started realizing, oh, this creature's in here, it's, you know, it, the popularity kind of started to resurface for this creature. Mm -hmm. And actually, Fallout 76 is where I initially heard about the Sheep Squatch. So I started Googling it and realizing, oh, this is a real case. Naturally, we had to do an episode on it. Oh, of course. So that being said, Tori, what are your thoughts on Sheep Squatch? Do you think it exists? Do you think it's a hoax? The stories start off with a Navy sea officer looking for UFOs, which is already, like, kind of crazy in itself. Here's the weirdest thing with all the Sheep Squatch sightings. I couldn't find a single name on any of the people that told their accounts. So I don't think the Navy guy was trying to do it for attention because otherwise he would have said his name. You know? It, it, it was just all strictly stories of stories. It was almost like a campfire tale or, like, a friend of a friend of a friend told me this happened to their friend once. So then that could also prove that, you know, facts can get mixed up. People can add something like the game telephone. Right. Facts can get skewed and, you know, this albino bear can turn into sheep squatch. It's very possible, absolutely. Especially with those four eyes that the couple saw. Like, right. I'd... It could have very well been an albino bear. But I would believe that more than Sheep Squatch, honestly. But the, the thing I still find super weird about it was that all the people were saying that it has horns, and I always come back to the TNT area, because if there's anywhere there's going to be some mutant animal, that is the one spot I would totally believe mutated creatures coming out of. Okay, so it could be an albino bear with horns. Very possible. <laughs> like, that could be the main mutation, not that it has, like, a long, like, possum tail and raccoon paws, like... So you're more on the, uh, it doesn't exist side? If I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. I guess we gotta go to West Virginia then. I'd be down. Mothman. <laughs> Let's get some of that pizza and cookies. Oh my god, I wanna go to Moth <laughs> the Mothman Festival so badly. Put it on the Supernatural Road Trip. I mean, oh, it absolutely is. 100%. <laughs> I have a Supernatural Road Trip planned uh, with my brother, and we want to hit all the uh, scary monster sighting places so badly. And Mothman is, like, at the top of the list. And if you guys out there are listening, um, maybe comment and basically tell us what places he should be visiting on this supernatural road trip? Oh yeah, if you have any like local legends, I'm super down to check those things out. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys better start here and better go to the Queen Mary first. I mean, we can do that essentially anytime though because like we're not far from the Queen Mary. I would much rather go to like the places that aren't in California. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> be boring. I mean, eh. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this special Sheep Squatch episode. Thank you and good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. See ya.